That was a little 8-bit Brass Monkey by Chris. Do you have a guess? Hey, dude. I know Pat Panatari <laughs> when I hear uh, Beastie Boys. Yeah. Brass Monkey. That, that fucking monkey. monkey. <laughs> Brass Monkey. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is that song about? It, oh, Brass Monkey was a drink, dude. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, I, it know, was, I know the Mo- Moscow Mule. <laughs> it was the, BC, you know, it was the hip-hop night train. <laughs> it, it was really, is it a mixed drink, or was it like a, 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 like a canned, bottled thing? I yeah. believe it was a bottled thing. No shit. Hmm. Some of our New Yorker friends. Learn can... something new every day. All right, this is Best Friend of Me. I'm Christopher Long. What's up, my midgets? I'm Johnny C. Uh, so I'm going to bring something right out of the gate. It's about music because everyone knows I'm a hashtag music head. <laughs> Can I just say it's about fucking time that Duran Duran is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Are you, they made it? Yes. Do you know that, I know that Rage Against, Rage Against the Machine didn't, they only got 5% of the votes and didn't get in. Are you shitting me? No. And there was someone else too that I was like, what the fuck? Dude, Rage, first ballot. First ballot, in. Dude, I love Rage Against the Machine. But Duran Duran. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's, how Martha, I, that's how Martha Quinn used to say Hey, it. I agree with you that Rage needs to be in, but do not, <laughs> do not talk shit on Duran Duran. Chris, uh, I'm just, you're, I didn't know you'd carry a torch for such a, a fashion band. I love, I love me some Duran Duran. <laughs> You know what's funny? Back in the day, <laughs> I loved Duran Duran, and someone was like, yeah, they worship Satan. What? And I know. I was like, Duran Duran? Like, normally I would believe all that shit back in the day, but I'm like, I think you got your facts wrong. Like, dude, they're just about having sex and yeah. freaking partying, man. And a lot of blowout. Dude, you know what's funny? There was like a, there was a comedy skit once where... Uh, it, Somebody uh, said they redid uh, Girls on Film, and all they did was was uh, insert <laughs> for Girls on Film. They inserted, I love potatoes, Girls on Film. <laughs> so now when I hear the song, all I, I can only hear, I love potatoes. Dude, I loved Duran Duran <laughs> back in the day. I think, actually, little uh, Christopher Trivia is uh, the first album I ever bought. And it was a record. It was an album. Okay. Uh, what, Dran Dran's, what, Seven and the Ragged Tiger? Is that what it's called? I think, yeah, Seven and the Ragged Tiger. First album I ever purchased. See, I don't, re- I, we used to buy a lot of 45s. And I remember making my mom get me Ewok Celebration on 7-inch. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Oh, dude, that's right. May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. And tomorrow is Revenge of the 5th. i never heard that one that's good and uh and well now they've added after revenge of the fifth after you've annoyed everyone um you can say this is the may that's what my son told me today you're learning all all the what the kids are saying yeah this is the may like this is the way (laughs) yeah i got it got it i I really liked may the sith or fifth be with you (laughs) No. A revenge of the fifth. Revenge of the fifth. Yeah. Get with it, nerd. (laughs) No, and you and I, you and I on uh, May the 4th, we're going to act cool right now. Like, oh, yeah. But we've like worn like masks to, remember, we've shown up to jujitsu with lightsabers. 
mm-hmm. with mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And occasionally ready to train and get better. <laughs> yeah, but not very often. From time to time. You know what? The thing is, so we train at 6 a.m. So you and I will discuss them. Hey, you know what? Tomorrow we should blah, 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 whatever it is. And I'm always like, it's funny and we're laughing. Dude, nothing's funny at 530. No. And it's like, immediately I start, ugh, dude, do I really want to do this? I've worn big hats for like big giant leprechaun hats on uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And yeah. And yeah. It's That's, just shit ain't funny at, at fucking it's, six in the morning. It's hard to do. It's yeah. hard, there's always like a, a part of me that's like, do you really got to be that guy today? And the thing is, I mean. But when I see how annoyed you get by my antics, oh, keeps yeah. me going. Keeps it going. <laughs> I, you know, I, this might come as a surprise to many people who just think when they think of Christopher Lyon, they think of cheery disposition. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Six in the morning, it's just like, oh. We have this one guy, Mike Gates, that will walk, get up, and walk up and hug Chris. It's the fucking best, dude. Oh, good morning, Chris. How are you doing? He's like, wait, come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. You fucker. I didn't get up this early for that bullshit. (laughs) Dude, Uh, okay, my my music thing I wanted to bring up. Dude, last week when we were supposed to record. Oh, God. Here it goes. I just need the audience to know that, Chris. Hey, you know what? I have a job. I got a life. <laughs> I have a job, too. <laughs> Dude, are you getting paid to masturbate now? <laughs> no. <but> no. <laughs> no, I did get a job. Finally. It's it sales. We won't say the company, Chris. Never know who's listening. Don't need a liability. But I did get a job. <laughs> Whoa. Do your little thing. All right, hold on. We're going to see. I'm going to be technical difficulties. I'm going to fix. But no one's going to hear it. No one's going to hear it. Are you sure? Yeah. It doesn't come recorded. There you go. You fixed it. Um, So we're supposed to record last week on the day of, it was the 30th anniversary of Beastie Boys Check Your Head. That came out 30 years ago. You know, I, I'm starting. There's all this shit coming out right now that's making me feel so old. So fucking like, old, dude. Man, what, there was something else that was like, it's a 30-year anniversary. I mean, I was driving and going like skimboarding every day, listen, bumping that and uh, and Nine Inch Nails Pretty Hate Machine. I mean, it was like we already had the 30-year anniversary of Nirvana's Nevermind, like all this shit. There was a movie and it was like, dude, you're fucking kidding me that's been out uh, <laughs> 30 years and it's so depressing and and it's not like we were little kids <laughs> 30 years ago dude no i was I 18 mean, dude i was i was it, cruising it, chicks and sucking face dude <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i was uh my parents like 92 30 years ago you know what we all dress like your son <laughs> You know what's funny? He gets so... Actually, you know what's funny? Is he was describing, I was around, how he wanted his hair. And I was like, oh, so you want Papa circa 1990s. He's like, no, I've seen that. Like, yours looks horrible. It no, looks totally like No, I want my hair bleached and I'm going to wear a beanie the whole time. It's like, yeah, that was us in 92. <laughs> oh, yeah, 92, my parents had moved to Scotland and left. 
That was the year your brother and you fucking yeah, he, just had. Who would, dude? I need to talk to the Longs again and be like, "What were you thinking?" I know. No, I bring it they up probably, all the time. You know what? I'm I like, just think they gave up. Is what <laughs> no, they did, and I think they were just like, "Well, let's have some us time and get the fuck away." You know what? And good for them. Like, fuck it. Like, hey, <laughs> we're not legally responsible for him. Yeah. So like, we're out. Like, I turned eighteen, and I swear to God, the next day they freaking moved to Scotland for a year. But dude. It was the best. Like, I had a part-time job at the bookstore, and I, I, I started going to college, Utah State University. I just completely dropped out because it got in the way of my freaking <laughs> drinking, you know? Well, I used to register for, like, insurance. I would register at OCC. And then once I got the, like, the card that listed all your classes, you could just turn that into insurance, and then I would just go cancel everything and keep the money. Oh, let's see. This is worse. <laughs> so my parents... My parents, um, so they pay for me to register for school. And I don't, I mean, they can't do this anymore. But when you dropped out, they would like give you money back in cash. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, thanks, mom and dad. I just got <laughs> hundreds of dollars for dropping out. <laughs> hey, we have some, uh, we have some viewer or listener uh, mail. Oh, really? I have, yes. You haven't heard this yet, so... No. And I did that on purpose so you could uh, candidly hear. So I'm just going to play it. Oh, God. It's from drugs, isn't it? No, it's from... Um, it's from my brother, Billy. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. He, I mean, normally, Billy, he lines with me. This... Well, it kind of plays along with how the rest of our so-called friends have been treating us lately. Okay. So, Let's hear it. Okay. Here we go. Hang on, let me... Technical difficulties. Oh, I will be doing some editing out. Oh, no. You, you well... And your podcast has ended. Okay, um, I have to rewind that. Here we go. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Chris. A best for enemies. Um, I'm not sure if this is the right number or not. Um, lots of us think that your podcast has ended. Um, there's what, been three podcasts since January. I think it's kind of like when you guys get together, it's kind of like a reunion tour now. Um, but uh, I have a, a couple dick. comments on your last podcast. Um, if you're going to do a conspiracy theory uh, top five, you need to explain why it's a, con a conspiracy theory. Johnny, Talking about Paul McCartney with the Beatles, and you don't even mention, you know, playing back the music, Paul is dead, I buried Paul, or the whole Abbey Road where they're walking across, and uh, Paul's barefoot, and there's that 28F, Lights and Blights, and um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band with the funeral flowers, and the hand over Paul's head. Um, but I expect that of you, Johnny. Chris? I'm disappointed. Um, you talk about conspiracy theories about JFK. You don't mention the mafia. You don't mention Cuba. You don't mention the Russians. Um, how Lee Harvey Oswald was married to a Russian, that they're suspect or they're suspected of Russian involvement, but uh, the government kept it hidden so that we wouldn't have World War III. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask. There's a lot smarter people than you guys around. There's Jugs. There's me, Kenji, Professor Jeff, 
Professor Tynan, um, <laughs> Lou Dog Food Talk. Guy's got two podcasts. He could easily help you. Um, so next time, don't just phone it in when you do a podcast four months from now. Um, be better. Bye. So once again, I'm going to say best frenemies. We don't have fans. We just have people that think they can do it better. You know, if there's not a, a male name for a Karen, I think we should just say Billy. And uh, I don't appreciate you using naming all the members of our Smackback. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, that's good. Smackback? <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's totally true. Oh, and uh, hold Did he mention Laker Chicken? He didn't mention Laker Chicken or Tight Butt or Dr. Dream. Oh, but they, Laker or, Chicken or, is... Or Fireman John. They're all assholes. Dude, dude Laker <laughs> Chicken has been on fire this on this podcast. Like, hey, heads up. You've only recorded three episodes since freaking January. Or like, or no, in 2022. It's like, dude, shut up. I'm busy. <laughs> we got shit to do. Just so everyone knows, Chris's arms are crossed right now. My arms are always crossed. <laughs> I'm always like on the scale of pissed off. I'm, I mean, I hover around six usually. He's angrily comfortable is how Chris <laughs> likes to record. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, hey, real quick before I do the breakdown of the episode, we want to give uh, hats off to Jimmy. Big Cat. In Australia from uh, formerly uh, Full Metal... Uh, podcast because <laughs> I guess they're done. I mean, they're worse than us. So yeah. Oh yeah, they do once a year now. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy was awarded his uh, brown belt, and I'm kind of curious though. Hey Jimmy, fucking oath, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Hey Jimmy, footlocks are fair game now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that that stops me, hey, but he's coming out in July for a wedding. So. Oh, I'm gonna. F- Fuck you up, Jimmy. Better hide your feet. That's right. <laughs> uh, actually, so I saw Jugs posted uh, on the Instagram grading. They do grading. They do. So I'm kind of curious, like what, how, how that works. All I know is you and I would fail. I know. <laughs> Tynan told us he was like, "I'm not going to test you guys because you would fail." Here's your black belt. He told us that you and I are his biggest disappointments <laughs> or biggest <laughs> regret. I don't know. You know what? And you can't take away our black belts because guess what? I'll jump backwards off the mat and be like, nope, retired as a black belt. <laughs> I actually, I'm okay. They always joke about demotions. I'm okay. I'm fine. I would be okay being a brown belt forever. Because, yeah, dude, brown town was cool. Oh, dude, it was totally cool. And no one expects you to be black belt level. So, you know, anyway. All right. On this episode, we are going to do. <laughs> And this, uh, this top five came from uh, Oshin, Dr. Dream himself. Uh, top five favorite bald people. And if I'm not on your list, I'm going to be fucking pissed. All right. <laughs> Spoiler I'm, alert. You're not, dude. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh, then we are going to discuss the new Paramount Plus series, The Offer. And then we're going to recommend... Hey... Do you know what you're going to recommend? Yes, I do. So do I. We are so fucking prepared. Yeah, Let's l- get this started. Look at us now. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Friend of Me's Week. Salute you! 
on this day, savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. Alright, thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Uh, I just want to say I think it's funny that Johnny is uh, being all impatient and like, come on! <laughs> come on, Chris! Chop, chop! Because <laughs> I'm always telling him that. Hey, I have a job now, Chris! <laughs> I'm on the clock, asshole. I can't just sit around all wimbly nimbly all day. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of which, your brother and I have an over-under on how quickly it's going to take you to start bitching about your job. I'm bitching about it before I start my job, dude. I don't dude, that's got to be. How long have you been off? A year and a half? Well, we're just calling it my gap year. It's, but like a year and a half, right? Because I saw a lot of gaps in the year. Whoa! A <laughs> <laughs> uh, year and a half. Yeah. We, that, I mean, there will never, until you retire. Uh, it was the fucking best. But the thing is, you know, like I, so when I got laid off, I mean, I didn't have a job for six months. And it's like, if you know, you know, if you knew then what you know now, I would have enjoyed it. But I feel like that wasn't you. Like you just fully leaned into it i didn't have a it. wife at home to ask me fucking harass how many resumes did you send out today like i didn't have any of that it was the best dude it yeah. was the best yeah you're never gonna get that back again i'll never i'll just i'll just think about that you'll have to like when things are going tough you're my like, shit's like falling all over me i'll just be like god i get up go to jujitsu come home take a nap oh take a nap watch, watch tv Kill a whole series <laughs> like in a day. <laughs> Have you oh, seen this? The worst <laughs> is you for that year and a half. Chris, you gotta watch this series. And it's like, you call me back like two hours later. Have you watched it yet? I'm like, no, bro. I'm fucking working. Like, you get so impatient. Bro, it's only eight episodes, an hour each, dude. You can knock that out in a, in a day. day. <laughs> All right. Well,. Top five. Again, this wa- list was created by Oshin, Dr. Dream. Uh, top five favorite bald people. Apparently, Johnny already set up on his list, which I just think is funny. <laughs> All right. What's your number five? Chris, you're, not, you're an honorable mention. How about that? No, I don't want your fucking pity. Okay. Well, I was lying. You weren't even honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Coming in at number five, Captain Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Make it so. Engage. Uh, hey, remember that when we had our fan do the photoshopping of us as uh, Jean-Luc Picard and Riker? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, that was a good Photoshop. That was good. We got to pull that out. Uh, that was a good one. You know what? I think Patrick Stewart was the first person I realized, like, you know what? If you're going bald, and this was back when I, I did have hair, it's like, you know what? Just shave it close. Like, yeah. don't do the comb over. Just fucking. Yeah, I mean, he just did he it. He would just like buzz it and he looked good. But, all right. I'm going to change up my list on the fly for number five. What a surprise. Name one time you haven't done this. <laughs> you know what, dude? Go fuck yourself. All right. Your, your ego has just gotten really crazy since you got a job. <laughs> all right. So, my number five favorite ball person, I'm going to, the Laker, Carl Malone. Uh, and the reason why, 
Did you say the Laker Carl? He played one year with us, and he was hey, chasing I, a I ring. And I still haven't forgiven him. The <laughs> Laker Carl Malone. He's, dude, he was a Jazz for how many years? I don't care. He betrayed one me. One year, Chris. I don't. Laker Carl Malone. All right, but this is the thing. So back in the 90s, when Rogaine came out, he was a spokesperson. I remember. What? Yes, he was a spokesperson. He did commercials of Rogaine. But then, so, I mean, I didn't know anyone who was on Rogaine, but then I noticed, like, six months later, he was playing, he shaved his head. And I was like, oh, Rogaine doesn't fucking work. <laughs> like, that was my clue that Rogaine didn't work, because he was just like, if it did work, there's no fucking way he would have shaved his head. So, anyway, he's, I mean, and these are life's life lessons that have really helped me wasn't you know wasn't rogaine like another pill and the side effect from the pills people were growing back hair pretty sure well there was a weird thing at like with propecia the hair growth pill yeah uh, i mean because i just assumed rogaine was like the cream that's topical but uh propecia yeah, it was something weird. Like, I mean, to the thing, like, if you are pregnant or trying to get pregnant, do not touch this. <laughs> like, not even don't take it. Don't touch it. Like, uh, dude, it's kind of fucked up. Don't even look at it. But, all right. Anyway, who's your number four? My number four is, dude, National Treasure, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. <sighs> yeah, no, no. I know who the fucking Rock is. No, he's good. No, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I, I, and you know what? He should just do movies with Kevin Hart because I fucking love those two together. They have really good chemistry. And like all their like uh, all their Instagram stuff where they're just making fun of each other. Yeah. H- hilarious, dude. Uh, all right, my number four. Um, he apparently now is a security guard on uh, for uh, JetBlue. Uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson, who fucking punched a guy repeatedly in the face for bugging him. You know what, though? That fucking guy was asking for it, dude. Being so annoying. He looked drunk. Then I heard he threw a water bottle at his head, dude. Oh, dude, really? Yeah. That wasn't on tape. I mean, I think Mike... I mean, Tyson talked to him a couple times. I mean, at one point, he was like, dude, you got to calm down. Yeah. He's trying to get back on your flight. He's probably partying all night. He's probably, dude, he's probably microdosing on the plane, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but Mike Tyson, yep. He's my number four. All right. Who's your number three? Number three, surfing's goat, Kelly Slater. Yeah. You know what? He held on to his hair for a while. and then finally, He fought it. He fought it for a while. He did. And then finally he was like, you know what? Fuck it. And he, you know what? Granted, I have a biased opinion about this because I shaved my head early on. I mean, I had when I finally shaved it, I was on a cocaine binge. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't. Yeah, I was on a cocaine binge, and my hair, what was left, was kind of clumping together. You cut your hair first. Well, no, that was when I was drunk. You cut your hair drunk, and your wife took photos and sent it to your parents saying, this is what your son did last night. I guess you gave yourself I, a really... What made you think you could cut your hair drunk, Chris? Well, this is the thing. So at that point, I had a Caesar cut because I had to cover up my receipt. That was my version of the comb over. Oh, you were doing the Ross during the Friends era, Chris? <laughs> yeah. 
uh, and I kind of realized I was drunk, and I was like, "Oh, my bangs are getting long. I should probably trim them." Oh no! And so I trimmed them, and I was like, "Nailed it!" <laughs> I went to sleep. Jane, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> You know when you just kind of wake up and then you're laying on your pillow and maybe, you know, you're facing your, your partner. Yeah. And Jamie kind of like, oh, I slowly open. They open wide and like, what did you do? And she just started <laughs> laughing. Because I went to bed thinking that I fucking nailed it. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Was it just up here? <laughs> I guess. I guess. We, you know, it's funny. And at the time she called, we had a friend who was a hairstylist. Yeah. And she called her for an emergency. Like, you have to fix this today. You can't put the hair back on once it's cut, dude. <sighs> yeah. That's anyway. haircutting 101. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Bald guys, like Alex Carissa. Oh, dude, we were begging AC Fresh to fucking... Oh, man. He was like, bro, he has to shave his head. And then he finally did that, like, head... He got that, like, head shaver uh, endorsement and then finally bicked his head. I was like, thank God. Dude, it just... You know, when you cling to it, you know, I don't know. Anyway, all right. So my number three... Hold on. I got to pull up my my phone. went to sleep after us yapping. Number three, Samuel L. Jackson. Like Love the, Samuel Jackson. He might be the baddest freaking bald guy on the planet. Like he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Go reach in there, and pull out my wallet. <laughs> Which one is it? The one that says bad motherfucker. The one that says bad motherfucker on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. What's you? Who's your number two? Number two. I lost it, and then um, the photo of us making fun of Jean for his back injury. Oh, dude, that came was, up that was hilarious <laughs> that i wouldn't let you post because i look too fat in it <laughs> all right oh dude coming in number two kobe bryant you know what's there was i was at the gym and they had some interview with him the goat had an interview with him and he was talking about like they were showing him photos of like his rookie season when he had like the fro and he was like yeah back when i could grow hair like I never really thought that he... No, when he had the fro, we used to call him Froby. He, like, but I never thought that... I ne- You know, because there's some guys when they shave their head. You're like, like Vin Diesel, all these guys. They're I like, never... Well, they're going bald. Like, they're balding. I never saw him going bald. It just, he went from the fro to, like, a bicked cut. Yeah. I never noticed it. Like, LeBron, I keep oh, waiting. Dude, I Le- keep waiting. Like, when other players on the team are like, Bron, you're... The, the crown... Is really and even LeBron has made fun of himself. He posted the the uh, Reese's peanut butter cup where like the chocolate sticks, <laughs> and he and somebody like posted a picture and posted his crown on his head. Yeah, and LeBron's like, "That's fine. I eat those too." <laughs> they yeah. When if you're doing a commercial or a photo shoot, you're gonna be able to make it look like you have hair. When you're on the court running back and forth, you're like, "Yeah, bro." Like at this point, shave your fucking head and he's a good looking dude yeah like, like i mean there are some people that i get like most black people look really good whoa hey no 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 <laughs> shut up chris most <laughs> black people with shaved heads they look really good and young black yeah. don't crack chris black don't crack but uh i just don't i mean lebron he would look great with a shaved head i don't know why he doesn't just freak it oh but you know the other one 
freaking Trey Young, dude. You know, he has that crazy hair. Oh, he's like, yeah. Because he's kind bald. Of and it's like, <laughs> when he was playing the Knicks, like, they have, like, the chant, like, Trey Young's bald. <laughs> Trey Young's bald. Like, you're not fucking fooling anybody, bro. <laughs> and there's certain times he's playing, and you know you're what? like. He's, you know what his hair kind of looks like? Megamind? The cartoon? Yeah. Or Will, kind of Will, like. Will a, Ferrell? Like. <laughs> the baby. Um, oh, dude. Who's that boxing promoter? Don King. Yeah. It's, yeah. Kind it's, of the kind of Don King thing, but it's like, dude, you might be able to fool people for a little bit. Just shave your head. Yeah. All right. My number two is, hold on. Look at my phone. Went to sleep. I got to bring it up again. Uh, Bruce Willis. He just leaned into shaving his head. He was just like, I'm done. I, dude, when he had the show Moonlighting, which he became very, very popular. Yeah, it. It was so bad. Like when you see, like, you know, like on like Lifetime Network, they'll have like an old Moonlighting episode, and you're like, God damn, Bruce. You know what? And I don't understand. Like, you know, he had to retire from acting. He just announced that. Yes, I did. Yeah, it's not doing great, but. But shout out to Bruce Willis, dude, for just leaning into the same role every time and. That's all we wanted you in, so. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah. You know? We didn't want you for your music and your harmonica playing. That's for sure. Nah, he was uh, like a badass bald guy. Yeah. Like, badass. All right, who's your number one? Number one, Walter White. Yeah. Breaking Bad. You know what? And I fucking love Walter White, dude. Dude, I hate when Brian Cranston has hair. It's like, no. You yeah. shave your like head. Like the old Malcolm in the Middle episode? Yeah, like you shave your head. And even weirder, he was Elaine's boyfriend on uh, Seinfeld. He was the dentist where oh. he had a full head of hair. Oh, no shit. And it doesn't look right. You're just like, oh, no, no. You need to. Dude, you need to. Yeah. No, Walter White. That was great. Or he even went to like a panel discussion and he came out wearing a heisenberg mask and he was all bald <laughs> yeah and he pulled it off and he has tons of hair and everything <laughs> uh all right my number one the baddest bald person on the planet jada pickett smith <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say jason statham and it was just nope nope you better watch out chris i know i'm worried i'm looking around him am i gonna get slapped you know what the thing is though dude there is a stigma, I know, for women. I mean, guys, no pattern baldness. We just, you know, lose their hair and whatever. And I do know, as a woman, it would have to be difficult losing your hair or having a condition that you're losing your hair. Yeah, I think she looks great. Yeah. I, I mean, I man, like, I mean, there are movies, like, he, he made the joke about it, but, like, Demi Moore and freaking you know G.I. Jane. fucking hot Demi Moore looked at as G.I. Jane, first Dude, of all? And I mean, what a badass that character was. So, like, what? why is that even a put-down? Freaking um, uh, Natalie Portman and V for Vendetta when she shaved her yeah, head. Like Natalie. I, I mean, I don't. But the only. Okay. So, I'm stating all that. Like, if you're attractive, like, shave your head. Sinead O'Connor. Dude, she what? Back in the day? Yeah. Like, for sure. The only, okay, but I'm going to bring up something that's going to totally dispute what I'm saying right okay. now. Thug Rose, who has a title defense this weekend, randomly I w- online, and there was a video of her when she had hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, she looks so feminine. Like, 
she looked like a completely different person. And I don't know if it was just because I was used to her with a shaved head, which I think is smart. If you're competing in the UFC, because they always do all the cornrows and they do the... Just freaking buzz your head. No, she like, said it was getting, her excuse was, my hair was getting in my way when I was training. So I yeah. just shaved it off. And she looks like a, the character in a, the Road Warrior reboots. You know the girl that shaved her head? Oh, uh, the Throne. Charlize. Charlize Throne. Yeah. It was like right, that movie had just come out pretty pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So she looked a lot like that character. And I was like, that's fucking rad. Dude, I, but that's the only time where I was like, oh shit. She, I mean, she looked, because, that rose looks good with hair. Like, I don't know. She just looks super feminine. I, but anyway. I think she looks great with her But I know, no, hey, I think she looks great too. And I am just obviously... Dude, if you're fucking losing your hair, just fucking shave it. Like, you're not, like, dude, I have a, my uncle, like, has the Bacard kind of, like, yeah. freaking crown. And he saw me for the first, I mean, this was years ago when I shaved my head. And he was like, why did you do that? I was like, so I don't look like you. Because <laughs> he would do, yeah. like, have the 20 hairs on the top that he would kind of comb over. Or I'm they like, have, like, the spray from it. Oh, Where yeah. they, like spray paint their head yeah like, like it's like man it just like fucking just shave your head like or the or the, like the guy that wears the baseball hat all the time the hat guy i i have a i have a lot of friends oh just guys that wear the, they'll wear hats to like they like they still have hair on the side but they always have a hat on yeah yeah just yeah i don't know i mean do people get really fucking hey but actually before we go away from this, I want to bring this up. I want to know what Elon Musk, what procedure he had for his hair. Because if you look at him in the early days, dude, total like balding. Total balding. Yeah. Now you look at him and it's like full head of hair. So, I mean, I guess if you just have unlimited yeah. money. But then the only thing is what shoots holes in that is like, dude, LeBron is almost a billionaire. Almost a billionaire. He can afford whatever he wants, but I like what did he where did Elon Musk go and LeBron can't go? I don't know. I maybe mean, it's a basketball thing. Like K D <laughs> the season where like oh, he had okay. like spotty beard and hair and they're like and there'd be like a thing of memes of K D looking like shit and they're like only thing K D cares about right now is basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't it's true though. Basketball players always their male pattern baldness. I guess when you're out there sweating, you just can't do any. You can't disguise it. Except for who's the, who's the guy that we had on the Lakers last year, and then he went over to the Celtics. He like left a eighty million dollar offer. Oh God, Schroeder. Sh- yeah. Have you seen the, where it says greatest comeback in basketball history? Schroeder's hairline was up here, and now it's down here. Oh, it was. Yeah. I'll I, show you the before and after a stroke. Dude, I love that. Like, you know, like <laughs> LeBron with that. Like, when it, LeBron's greatest comeback was in basketball. <laughs> but, all right. That was our top five favorite ball people. And, dude, I'm so pissed off. I, I didn't even make number five, bro. An honorable mention, Christopher Long. <laughs> Too late, dude. The damage has been done. <laughs> Thank you.
right, Chris. Now it's time for the meat and potatoes. I'm going to make you an offer. You can't refuse. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, let's, let's talk about how this started. How I was woken up and abruptly accused of recommending something good by my brother, Billy. Why are you so resentful all the time? Dude, did you not hear the message that we played at the beginning of the show? <laughs> That's the dude that raised me, Chris. And you wonder why I'm always so resentful. I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like, you know, maybe being a little defensive. So anyway, all right, let's get into Paramount Plus. Uh has a new show it's going to be 10 episode show called the offer which uh is about the making of the classic movie the godfather and i want to say this too the cool part that paramount plus is doing is i don't know if you noticed on their main page they have uh the godfather one two and three. Oh yeah i did so, i noticed that so the it's other like day. hey we made a real easy for you like we have a show about the godfather and if you want to brush back up on it it's been a while since you watched it here's all three movies i i think the godfather was probably maybe the first classic film that i watched when i decided that i was in like had a film class or something that i watched and was like Dude, now I know why this is like people say it's a classic. Like it was yeah. so fucking good. And the thing, I love that period. So to me, the 1970s in Hollywood is my favorite time because, like, you had Bonnie and Clyde, Chinatown, freaking all of this shit. Godfather, you, I mean, just like Jaws, Star Wars, Scarface. You, you have all these great, actually, I think Scarface was 1980. What did you want Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. And so, um, and actually, that's funny, too, because I kind of think the 1980s, this is just film history, according to Christopher, so it's not... Uh, it's not facts? Yeah, it's not facts. The 1980s, to me, while there are a lot of films that came out in the 80s that I like, it was a little kind of dumbed down. Like, I feel like the 1970s film did not were not condescending to the audience and they elevated it. And then freaking, you know, the eighties was like no retreat, no surrender. Well, the 80s, all the ninja movies and, and all comedies with a shitload of titties. Like, yes. Like, I mean, bachelor party, one, revenge of the nerds, porkies, porkies. Like, <laughs> like that's what I, th I just smile when I think of the eighties. Like, I mean, and there's a place for those movies, but I feel that the 1970s and like the Godfather, they has insane. It was movies. art. Yeah, it was art. And so this is, I, before you brought it up, so I'm going to tell my history for the show, the offer a couple months ago, I heard they're making it and immediately I was like, Oh, dude, that's going to be cool. Like, I would actually like to watch that. Well, within the last month or so, I've been seeing these reviews, like, fucking eviscerating it. Just like, it is horrible. Like, it is, so it's 10 episodes, so about 10 hours. Way too long. It's self-indulgent. Oh, Rolling Stone, their journalist was like, Oh, an offer you can 100% refuse. Oh, dude, like, so the Rolling Stone, that came out. Billy's the one who sent that out, right? Yeah, he woke me up to being like, oh, this is Johnny's recommendation. Look. So was it noon? He woke you up at noon? <laughs> anyway, okay, carry on. Uh, <laughs> uh oh, Johnny's arms are crossed. <laughs> Real mature, Chris. Uh, so Billy sent it out, and I read. Before, you know, this morning, I was like, I should probably read it. 
Dude, you would think that the makers of the the offer like had raped this guy's mother or something. Like just horrible. Like because no, I I went to Rotten Tomatoes and I went to look up in my defense when Billy posted that to our little chat. Rotten Tomatoes had it rated as what was it forty one percent? Like yeah, forty one, forty two percent. On the on the because they do two ratings. They so do. they have the critics rating and the audience rating. And it's it's. 41 for the critics and 91 for audience. Yes. That's pretty drastic. So I was like, I mean, I knew I was going to watch it, at least start it because I love The Godfather so much. Oh, but I freaked out that morning. (laughs) So you were like, oh my God, it's so good and blah, 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 blah. And then both Billy and I hadn't watched it yet. And both Billy and I were kind of like, dude, I've just been hearing it's fucking horrible. Like, and I'm like, no, I'm th- thoroughly entertained. And- so they've thus far they've released three episodes. So, dude, I watched the first episode and immediately replied to your brother and you. I was like, dude, it was fucking good. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe episode two and three are gonna suck. No, they're fucking great. Yeah, like the series is great. I do not know, and maybe the next seven episodes are gonna be. Completely fucked up, but based on what I've seen, I have no idea why the critics are hating it's it. It's so entertaining. Like the all the uh, cast of characters, they're using great actors playing these famous people. I mean, I would think so. This the story. Even if you haven't seen The Godfather, I think people would be entertained. Yeah, it was ba- okay. There, there was a book that came out, and it was about the mafia. Mario Puzo was desperate he he he's a working writer his books weren't doing well they're bombing and so someone his agent was like why don't you write a book about the mafia yeah you and grew he was up like, around what? It. like dude i tried to hide from those assholes my entire life i'm not get-. but then he finally is talking to his wife and he gets excited about it and so he comes up with the godfather the corleone family all of it and so anyway, it, it gets published and I didn't know this, but it was on the bestseller for like 62 weeks. It was a smash. Number one on the bestselling list for like 62 weeks. Like everyone loved it except people in the mafia fucking and, hated it. And Frank Sinatra. And Frank Sinatra because there's a character, my whole, I mean, freaking, since I've watched The Godfather in film school, everyone who just is like that character is Frank Sinatra. And he lost his shit. He was like... <laughs> yeah, because it's not a very good No, life. it's not. The guy's a fucking crybaby. He's like a freaking pervert. I guess like, in the book, he's... I really want to read the book now, because I guess in the book, he's a total degenerate pervert. I mean, because the movie, not that bad. Like, he has sex with, like, a young... I mean, like, 16 or something. Yeah, and he's just more whiny in Yeah, the movie. super whiny. And... But, no, I do want to read the book, too. I've never read the book. So I want to read it now. But so it chronicles that the option. And the thing is, so Robert Evans was the head of Paramount at this time period. Now, now, if you guys don't know Robert Evans, there's a great documentary on him called The Kid Stays in the Picture. It's a fantastic. I remember watching that documentary, going into it kind of cold. I went to the theater with Jamie to watch yeah. it. Was blown away and he narrates his own documentary which yeah. is which is awesome so he wrote a book called the kid stays in the picture so they made it into a film it's fucking fantastic but which, then also i love that time period in hollywood in the 1970s which was a direct quote to to uh 
Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra wanted an actress out of a movie, and he said, no, Frank, Kit stays in the picture. No, it was him. Robert Evans was acting. He started acting, and he was playing, and the main actor, the guy was like, get that kid out of there, and the studio head was like, no, the kid stays in the picture. Really? So I'm challenging you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just... Uh, you can cross your... Uncross your arms right now. I, uh, I just... <laughs> You can I, it. I just I just uh, had a friend recently download that movie for me, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll find out later on today. Oh, oh, what movie? Kid stays in the picture. But you've seen it though, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, actually, I kind of want to watch it again. Okay. I'll After watching the coffee. offer, but anyway, so Robert Evans is in there and really gets behind the scenes. So the story is told from Albert Ruddy, who, quite frankly. Never heard his name until watching this. He was the producer on The Godfather. So it's from his perspective. And I just think, so all these critics are going fucking crazy hating this. I think the acting is great. The actors are fantastic. I think the characterization is great. Uh, you know, one, uh, the review I read was like, oh my God, it's 10 hours. It probably could have been two hours. I think the pacing's great. I love it. And it's like you're totally delving into what they had to deal with. I didn't know that New York and like I didn't know like the mob like made it so like you they weren't going to be allowed to film in New York. Oh, yeah. Like the mob. But you know, it's funny, too. So now, I mean, seeing The Godfather and loving that film, I don't know what they the mobsters would fucking look at and say, that makes us look stupid. Yeah. I'm like. He made them look so cool. Dude. I always grew up thinking how cool they were, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, if they were portrayed as, like, buffoons, but it's like, I mean, granted, they're committing crimes and, you know, killing some of them are killing people, but it's like, dude, all of them, that whole family except Fredo are yeah. fucking rad. Sonny's cool. Dude, Sonny the is- Don is cool. Freaking Michael Corleone is cool. I mean, Freddy, or Fredo is you know yeah he, Fredo's he's an he's an idiot but everyone else is fucking rad yeah it's a, it's it's like they say on the show it's a movie about family you take away the killing you take away the mafia it's still a movie about family i mean it's funny because i remember there was a oh dude i remember they just called him the the bull but i can't remember he was a mob enforcer for uh john Gotti. uh-huh and he ratted him. He turned, you know, he was a rat. Turned anyway, informant. Yeah. And he was in, you know, a uh, witness protection program. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. But he talked about The Godfather. And he was like, oh, dude, the f- loved it. Like, we all loved it. The first and second one, he's like, third one sucked. I mean, everyone kind of yeah. feels that way. But he was like, oh, The Godfather, like, one and two. I mean, and to the point of, like, Goodfellas. Like, they all love Goodfellas, too. Yeah. So I don't know, like all these guys, but it's classic too. Because that makes that makes me wonder, how bad is it in the book? Well, yes, that is true, and I am. I have a couple things on my list right now. Reading, I'm going to read The Godfather because it made me. I mean, I I really didn't know much about Mario Puzo, uh, his personal life or anything, but it made me want to read it. Like yeah. I'm like I want to check it out. Like. I mean, because I, you know, a struggling writer and then just found his, you know, dude, like sold more. And I didn't know that like the, the, uh, 
the bond that was formed between Francis Ford Coppola and the writer, how they wrote the mo- the script, yeah. the movie script together. I never knew that. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I'm curious too how much is embellished, but hey, I mean, I brought this up, I don't know, whenever we did our top five celebrities, we met, but I uh, met Francis Ford Coppola and in person, I mean, he's fucking totally nice. And I'm watching the actor that portrays, I don't know the actor's name. I recognize him. He was in uh, the he, freaking. Uh, he plays the brother on the Gold, the show, The Goldbergs. Yeah. But then, I mean, he's like a legit actor. So he does the, that. The dad's brother, not the brother. brother. And he's on the, what, the, the Harry Potter, uh, what is it? The Fantastic Beasts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. to find him. He's in that. He's a great actor, but he kills it as Francis yeah. Ford Coppola. Especially because you know what Coppola looks like and sounds like in interviews. Dude, kills it. I just, I am like completely perplexed. And the same guy that plays Robert Evans? Fucking awesome. Oh, dude, all he's, of it. He's just, you know, he's just, he's just womanizing, drunk in the daytime, like pussy hound agent or uh, producer. Awesome, and if you've seen the move, the the movie we talked about earlier, the kid stays in the picture. The guy they got to do it, insane. Yeah, I man, it is the first three episodes. I mean, I would give them on a scale of like one to ten every episode because I can never give it ten. So Nothing's nine. ever perfect. Nine, all yeah. of them. It's freaking fantastic. I do not know what the critics they are watching something completely different the only thing i can think of it seems like the critics are all so woke these days like rolling stone and entertainment weekly that's no longer like they just focus on the lgbtqz movement and uh but you know but i had a guy so this publisher of a comic book company we were talking about he wrote a book on um, movies, comic book movies, and he was talking about the first Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton mm-hmm. when it came out. Uh, the Roger Ebert just fucking unloaded on it, like just like it was horrible, blah blah blah. But this publisher told me he was like, if you read his review, it's like he's criticizing it on the movie that it that it's not like. He's criticizing it for not being this way as opposed to what it is. Yeah. And it kind of feels like these critics are like, want it to be a certain way. And it's not like, why can't you just watch it and then critique it on what it is and not what it's not? And yeah, I agree with you. Because it's like the whole like, well, I don't, I don't understand. There's a disconnect between like, you know, or I'm even going to use uh, Huckleberry Finn. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Mark Twain. You hear people now like, I want a band from the school library because they use the word the N word. And it's like, dude, he wrote it. Yeah, what like what year did that come out? Dude, freaking like in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> like It's still a classic piece of literature. I mean, this guy grew up when there was still slavery. Yeah. And it's like you're viewing, I don't know, man. I mean, there's some things, granted, I've watched some movies recently that you're like, ooh, dude, that would never fly now. Yeah. But I don't know. So the whole like, oh, there's not enough, it's not representative enough, it's like, 
Well, you know what? Back in the Hollywood days, like yeah, this that's is what, what you're was. getting. White males ran <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> like and we're talking about the godfather of like yeah. Nah, I'm talking about, you know, Italian Americans, like not a lot of people of color and gay people. So it just I I think people just wanted to hate it. Like, uh, I'm going to use the analogy. So if they remade Citizen Kane, they decide to come out. I'm going to say I'm going to hate that film right out of the gate. Like, yeah. I'm going to like, you have to, so it's like, you know, guilty, uh, or innocent and prove, until proven guilty. So something like that was a remake of Citizen Kane. It would be guilty and In, you got to prove your innocence. worth to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it kind of feels that way with the offer. It's like, they're touching the Godfather. Fuck you. It's horrible. But I, I don't know. I, Johnny, you were right. It was. I got I, it. I got that on tape, everyone. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's yeah. I, fantastic. I, I, I wholehearted. I've been recommending it to me. I reckon my parents. I recommend Fireman John today. He said, yeah. actually, Paramount Plus is the only streaming service he doesn't have. Oh, uh, okay. But no, I've been recommending it. I'm like, it's fantastic. No, and I just love, you know what, you know what it reminds me? made me think of too a lot is a uh, because i i went to i took some film school in uh at occ and uh the teacher would always talk about like how francis ford coppola hired his uh his sister to be in the movie yeah and in the what and she's uh she's his wife in the movie she's the one that gets married at the beginning and she walked right into the camera. He's like, she was such a bad actress. She walked right into the camera. I'm wondering if that's going to come up in the... Uh, Actually, I mean... His like, sister's the one that played Rocky's yeah. wife. Yeah. Same um, actress. You know what? And the worst part is, I don't even know her name. Yeah, because it's not Coppola. It's not Coppola. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. And she, I mean, she's a great actress. But I guess in this, in the dailies, it, she literally walked right into the camera like her first scene. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and actually, it was really interesting them going into Francis Ford Coppola had to fight for Al Pacino. Yeah, to be they Michael said he Corleone. Was too small. Oh, <laughs> and it was like he was an unknown, and every and it's like because they wanted like Ryan O'Neal, who yeah. was like the biggest star at the time, <laughs> yeah, and it's like. Can you imagine anyone fucking playing Michael Corleone besides Al Pacino? No. 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 I mean, dude, he fucking killed it. Like, I don't know. It. I think the offer is great. I'm glad that there's seven more episodes. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Hey, and actually, what days? Do Thursdays. You... Oh, sweet. So tomorrow. I yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow night. We have dude, actually, cool. I kind of like, to be totally honest, I like when they uh, release an episode. Uh, I do too. Every week. I don't have time to binge like er everyone else. I got a job, Chris. <laughs> uh, well, and it allows you to talk to your friends about it. Hey, have you seen it? Yeah, it's hot. And you can talk about it. Yeah. Because when they binge, it's like, don't say anything. Yeah, there's always some asshole. Like, there's I'm always... fucking having to do that now with Ozark. Because yeah. the last seven episodes, are, and I haven't had time to watch it. I'm trying to convince my wife. I'm like, hey, when you... Go on your business trip. Go ahead and watch it because I'm planning on binging it. I love being single. I don't have to like wait for someone to be in the mood to watch a show with me anymore. I know. And that's the worst. It's the best. Well, dude. no, I've stopped telling my family about shows like The Offer. Jamie would love it. Yeah. Nope. 
Like, because I'm not waiting for you. It'll yeah. take me fucking six months to finish it. You just fired off three episodes. I know. I'm just like, pow, pow, pow. You're like, hey, if you get a chance, the offer's pretty good. But if she, <laughs> when she hears me talking to people about like, oh, yeah, I watched that series. She's like, when are you watching this <laughs> stuff? I'm like, at lunch? <laughs> <laughs> On my lunch break. On my lunch break. Off the clock. Anyway, <laughs> Paramount Plus, the offer, uh, everyone, all the critics hate it, but Johnny and Chris love it. So, yeah. highly recommend it. I did that for Johnny. That was so loud. <laughs> you can fix it in post. Hey, will you fix it and make me sound super masculine? That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> hey, can you turn my mic down? It's pretty loud. Or not my mic, my, my headphones. Leave the mic. Anything else I can do for you? Oh, that's good. You're, you just had me really loud there. No, or you are loud. I think he thought that you had... Your headset, because I know you crank your headset when we talk, because you're deaf. I'm saying that because you're deaf. Chris, so I said you, I say that because you're deaf. So you're making fun of, uh, you're saying racist things, and now you're making fun of disabilities. What are you talking about? You're a dick. You're a jerk face, dude. <laughs> All right. This is the part of the show where we recommend shit. I'm going to go first. Uh, I generally do not read nonfiction. I'm a fiction guy. Uh, but I was listening to a podcast and this gentleman by the name of Bill Browder came on and talked about a book, nonfiction, that had just, I think it came out maybe like two weeks ago. And it's called The Freezing Order. And it is all about Putin's Russia and how corrupt it is and how he was involved and basically, you know, was trying to get these laws passed um, in actually across the world, but in the United States to punish uh, Russian oligarchs who like are money laundering and doing all this shit. He had a really good friend that was tortured and murdered because of this whole thing. It is the craziest fucking story i got it on audiobook as we were driving back from san francisco just completely sucked me in it reads like uh i mean freaking like a james bond thriller espionage and i knew enough about they talk about um i wasn't aware of this i don't remember putin saying this but at the helsinki summit when trump went there and it was the big thing that got all the press is that uh, 
Trump said, hey, well, um, Putin just told me he didn't meddle in our election. And I believe him going against like all his, <laughs> yeah, you know, the CIA, all- the FBI, all his intelligence community. But Putin also said something else during this press conference that I wasn't aware. And it's like, dude, it, this story, The Freezing Order by Bill Browder is the craziest book. And you will never, because I had always heard that Putin was completely corrupt and has been, you know, stole so much money from the Russian people. It is fucking amazing. Like they go into the money and how much money and like the last, I mean, like trillions, trillions of dollars in like the last 10 years that Putin and his cronies have stolen. And, you know, I mean, which makes sense because the guy, his yearly salary is about $300,000, you know, a year. He owns a billion dollar, like compound, like castle. Yeah. Just looking at those boats that have been seized recently, (sighs) dude. dude, It is fucking, but it's crazy because this guy who, um, just Russia, I mean, like the, the assassination, the poisoning, like, I cannot recommend The Freezing Order by Bill Browder enough. It is fantastic. All right. And I told your brother about it, and he was like, well, I might get to it this summer <laughs> when I'm doing my impersonation of Johnny and not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah teacher. Yeah. Having oh. having summers off, oh, whatever. No. All right. What are you recommending? I'm recommending uh, the movie, which you still haven't seen yet, Everything is everywhere all at once. Yeah, I got to see that. Dude, it's awesome. Oh, dude. I'm going to see it next week when my wife's gone yeah. on business. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got, it's, got the, it's got the girl from... She was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, Michelle Yao, I guess. I mean, I know who she is. I don't know her name. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis. And then I was watching... Oh, I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Yeah. And and I'm watching her husband, and I'm like, why does this guy look so familiar? Then halfway through, I figured out it was uh, Kihu Kwan. And if that name doesn't sound familiar, it's the guy that, as a child, played short round and... Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. No, who's the racist now, Chris? <laughs> I know. I was doing my impersonation. <laughs> and he was... Uh, Data uh, from Goonies. Yes. Yeah. Dude, he was... He still has, like, the same voice. Really? And and it's great, dude. It has it has rad martial arts scenes. It's super trippy, like, because they go into all these different multiverses. Yeah. And in one multiverse, everybody has, like, hot dog fingers. <laughs> dude, it's so weird. And it's trippy, and... Uh, it's basically a, a movie about the meaning of life. So I have a quick question. Um, do you know any pirates? It's, it's not out yet. Oh, so I got to go to the theater. I'll go to the theater. Yeah, no, it's, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's so good. So the actor, the short round actor. So yeah, he totally, he hadn't done anything since then. 30 years off from acting or whatever, but apparently crazy rich asians he said he watched that and it gave him fomo yeah because he he, was like they're making really good films like asian people are making great films so i want to get involved and i want to come back so did he do a good job he was fabulous all right fabulous that's cool yeah 
Okay, Chris. Now, Seth, the, the song I picked today. Oh, what? What? Music? Yeah. Music? Okay. Hey, I, I just figured, because you know what? There hasn't really been good music come out lately. So I decided to go with. Uh, Did I mention that Dran Dran yeah. is in the uh, Rock, Rock and, and Roll. Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, Chris. There, there hasn't. Yes, you did. Hungry like the wolf. I like potatoes. <laughs> Girls on film. I like potatoes. <laughs> Girls on film. I like potatoes. All right, enjoy that one. Uh, no, that's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna do um since it's May the fourth. I went with my favorite version of this is the epic main theme and this is by a guy called samuel kim and i guess it's i guess it says rise of skywalker tribute so basically it's the main theme but it's like a fresh version of it a fresh take on it and it's really cool really cool and i figured a little treat for everyone even though they'll probably be hearing this on uh revenge of the fifth since i gotta go home and edit today really you got a lot of shit you gotta do today <laughs> can we get it up today you gonna come by my house after I edit? If you, f after I go to Newport Rib Company, <sighs> I will make the family come over and put it up. Okay, done. All right, I'll go home and edit right now. So it's Star Wars Epic Main Theme, Samuel Kim, and we'll be back soon. Will we though? <laughs> it's up to you, Chris. Thank you. 